Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday, the 22nd of May. Oh my god, we're just getting started. It is Memorial Weekend. I hope everybody takes a minute to remember why we have this weekend. I know it's a very near and dear, near and dear place in my heart, uh, being as I come from a military family. But take a second to remember why we would normally have this weekend completely off and people would be you know going out to the river going out and have fun this and that blah blah blah. and now because of the covid it's not as fun this weekend but either way make sure you guys are staying safe make sure you guys are staying inside as much as possible if you guys got to go outside go outside i know they're lifting some things but don't get crazy out there now we don't need anybody anybody getting sick or anybody getting uh in trouble or anything like that but, as always, I am your host, Brent. I am going to bring in the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who makes me whole, Mr. Artie Casa. What's up, baby? What's going on? How are we doing today? How are we doing? We're, we're doing okay. Went in early to work today. Got off at three. Went to the chiropractor because life needs to get cracked out of you sometimes. And damn, do I feel good. A couple of these brewskis is going to make me feel even better. It's a nice little three-day weekend to honor those who have served, right? Yeah, weekend for some people. <laughs> I just you don't get Monday off? I don't get Monday. I work today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday. I get the Man. I get the two days after. They don't know that you're a veteran. Or oh, they know. Here? They know. They still say, "Hey, man, we need you here. <laughs> you're oh, like, you are essential." But you could wear your hat or something like that. Is oh that yeah, I'm probably I probably won't, but you know, because it's it's Memorial Day. We honor the ones that fell, not the ones that are here. It's not Veterans Day. It's a little bit different, but still. Uh, let's 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 jump into it. I know I know we got some things going on today that that we're starting a little earlier on our end. Which some of you guys out there who used to getting the the blown save on a Saturday morning or Saturday midday, you guys actually might get it today, Friday in the evening time. So. Mm. <laughs> Uh, my boy Trout. I always gotta say something about Trout, and I get to say a couple things about Trout today. Trout's rookie baseball card was autographed, is selling or sold for a record nine hundred thousand dollars, according to auction networks. Darren Rovell ties the world ties the record for most expensive modern card 
Eversole, which is uh, held by a LeBron James, Michael Jordan uh, signature card, which is pretty awesome. It took two of them for one of Mike Trout. I mean, I got some pretty good Mike Trout cards. I think the most expensive one I have is about $300. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good investment, I guess, if you got the 900 grand to, to spend. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I haven't collected cards in a while. I do have some from way back when. Probably my best card is like a King Griffey Jr. Uh, rookie, uh, Barry Bonds rookie, Tony Gwynn. It's a lot of the 80s guys because I, I collected cards kind of late 80s, early 90s. Right. And then, uh, you know, right junior high, high school came around. And honestly, I I don't think I bought a pack since then. I just kind of, you know, I just kind of grew out of it. Other, other interests came um came up but i kept them in case i ever wanted to show my kids or my sons you know like hey look check this out you know because one of my uncles growing up always had like some cool cards that he showed me and that's what got me into it and i think it's just a good way to like kind of i guess get started and have that passion for the game a little bit you know like i'm a big stat head so i used to love seeing like the back of the cards like the front of them was cool but i really love reading like the back of the cards and stuff like that yeah. yeah, I think that fueled your your love of writing and, and talking about the analytics behind all the sports. I think that that we we just found where it came from, Marty. We just we found yeah. it. We yeah, we sure. opened up a piece of your childhood right there. Yeah, um, I'm all I'm always in, in in looking out for good deals and, and whatnot. I'm always looking for more things to add to my little collection. Um, yeah, I've noticed you, you're pretty cool about uh, uh, having like memorabilia, you know, like my big thing, obviously, you know, and the bobbleheads. Yeah, the bobbleheads, you know, I, I kind of collect the bobbleheads like I don't want to say I collect them because I just got kind of got them little by little by little. And now people see that I have them so much. I only go after like new ones. You know, I don't go after like repeat Cody because, you know, they have like three or four Cody Bellingers and three or four Corey Seegers and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, I don't I don't want like another two of him, you know. So I only go after the ones that are like that have haven't come out. It's not like a second issue or something. So, I but I've had like students and and other friends and family members are like, oh hey, do you have this one? Um, and I don't, you know. So they'll give it to me. The only way I do collect doubles is if like someone gives me a double that I don't have. You know, like I believe it was last summer or the summer before they had like the Canley Jansen Star Wars one where he's uh he's um. God, I forget his name, but he's he's uh, Han Solo's friend, the one that Chewbacca. Flies, like, uh, no, 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 that flies the shit. Oh, uh, 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 Lando Calrissian. Yes, Lando, exactly. So it's uh, Kenley Jensen as like Lando, and that was a really hard bobblehead to get, right? And I didn't go to the game, and I wasn't gonna fork over like whatever it was gonna cost just for that bobblehead. Right. But a friend of mine, she's actually a Giants fan, and that's who they were playing. They're playing the Dodgers Giants. And she's like, oh, I don't want the bobblehead. She's like, I was just going to the game and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'll gladly give it to you. And she gave me two of them, which was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So, like, stuff like that, you know? Like, yeah, I have, I think last I counted, I was at, like, 120 bobbleheads. Let's see. Bobbleheads, I probably have about 20. 20 or 30 bobbleheads. A few double-doubles, which I'm glad I do have because Luke has gotten a hold of a couple and ripped them open. And I'm like, well, fuck. I'm glad I got two, three of those. Um, So I'm I'm good with that. But I do like getting, like, baseball bats, baseballs, cards. If you have a Ken Griffey rookie card, man, you should get that rated and and sealed. That way, um, later on down the road, you never know what that's going to bring. I know the Trout rookie card. Well, not the rookie card. It was a second. His, well, technically his first full year in there when he won the rookie of the year. 
Uh, I have his rookie of the year. Well, not the rookie of the year card, but it's that from that year. Um, right. And some guy was offering, I think he wanted like 195 plus shipping and handling for it. Um, and I was, I looked online. I was trying to find another one. It was rated number 10. Um, it's, you know, PSA perfect. It was mint condition. Everything just absolutely perfect. The sides, um, no discoloring, no anything. And I was like, man, that's, that's a pretty good card. And I was looking around online, 250, 275, I think, was the, the lowest I saw it. And I was like, ah, this guy wants about 200 bucks for it. So I was like, ah, nobody's fucking said anything. And it was late at night, and I was like, hey, man, um, I see you're also selling uh, Angels 2002 World Series DVD. He's like, yeah. And I was like, how about I give you 150 and we call it even for both. And he was like, all right, deal. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like sold, bro. I'll send you the money right now. And like awesome. two, three weeks later, he sent me the thing, and I was like, "Hey, fucking hey!" Um, so it's a good card. Um, I mean, shit, it's not the Trout rookie autograph one that went for nine hundred. Hey, man, are you kidding me, bro? Uh, you said you wouldn't have to be working at Lowe's no more, right? Well, I mean, I would at least pay the house off. Shit. Yeah, pretty much the main reason you work. <laughs> right, pay the house off, pay the cars off. Shit, we ain't got nothing to do. Um. But yeah, uh, for you guys at home, if you guys have some pretty uh, interesting uh, collectible cards, they send them our way. Well, not send them our way, but send us uh, an email. Tell us what you got. We'll, we'll talk about it another day, and then uh, we'll 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 go over that stuff. But uh, but yeah, man, I love fucking collecting shit, man. I'm, I hopefully my kids. I I don't think Logan and Rogue are gonna be too excited about it, but I think hopefully Luke because he's gonna get a chance to play ball. He's gonna be a little more excited about it. I think he's gonna end up being the one that holds on to all that stuff. Um, I hope he holds on to it and takes care of it. Takes care of it because I do have everything um, mounted and framed and all that stuff. But still, anyhow, um, on to going from the west coast to the east coast. Uh, Aaron Judd's girlfriend gets pulled over and arrested for DUI on video, um, posted by uh, TMZ, of course. Uh, he's <laughs> she's on the video telling the officers, "Do you know who my boyfriend is?" This is going to be bad for me. <laughs> I know who's not going to be your boyfriend for very long <laughs> after this. Um, I haven't heard Aaron Judge say anything uh, about it, but I'm sure the breakup is coming soon. <laughs> well, it's never a good sign when you're trying to name drop like if it's really going to get you out. Right. You know? Especially if you don't really have him by your side. Maybe if he's by your side and you'd be like, oh, or he's behind you, you know, in the car behind you or something like yeah. that. But when he's not there, you know, that's that's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. And she was trying to tell him, like, I'm only a couple blocks away from my house. Like, come on, let me get there. I'm fine. And they're like, nah, you still got, like, a 45-minute drive. You're, you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's – I mean, don't do that, guys. Don't ever name drop if you don't have to. What's your best trying to get out of, uh, out of a ticket kind of story that you got? I, I could think of one for me that was pretty good. And I could, th- I could tell you – a little theory or a story that a friend once taught me how to do and say mm-hmm. to get out of a DUI. Um, I wasn't really in a DUI, but it was. It could have easily led to that situation. Right. So a friend, she worked for you know the police department. She said, "Look, if you ever get pulled over, the first thing you got to say when they ask you if, if you had anything to drink, you just say no. Even if you had one or two or whatever, you just say no, because the second you say yes to one, they can legally ask you." to take the sobriety test right Mm -hmm. if they do make you uh get out and take the sobriety test even after you tell them no which they should not be able to but if they do then you could tell them that you have gout and you cannot take the sobriety test which they're going to be pissed off about but they cannot make you take it 
However, they can't arrest you and take you in. And she said, the main thing is you're trying to stall as much as you can before you actually have to, they draw blood. Right. And hopefully by then, maybe they don't want to go through the process of all that and they just let you go. So one time I was shooting, I used to uh, shoot in a bar dig uh, for pool, right? Right. And I was with my buddy, Mike, who, you know, Mike Guerrero plays yeah, softball yeah. with us. And, uh, you know, I was teaching and I had to, I, I played my round, so I got out kind of early. Normally those things go a little bit late, you know, 11, 30, 12, whatever. Yeah. But I was done at maybe like nine, my, my particular game, and I was tired, so I wanted to go home and I had to teach the next day. And I decided I wanted some chicken nuggets, so I was hungry. I uh, made the turn. The car, the cops said that they saw me make some kind of illegal turn. I think they just saw me come out of that parking lot where the where the pool hall was at, because um, it's a bar, right? Yeah. And they pulled me over, and they're like, uh, "You sure you're not under the influence?" And I gave them the whole story, you know. But honestly, they de- they left me alone past the first part of "Have you been drinking today?" And I had, I had maybe like, I don't know, three, four beers, something like that. Nothing crazy, but like just three, four beers. But I told him no. I was like, no, haven't drank. Oh well, how come we saw you come out over here? And I was like, I thought you said you saw me make an illegal turn over here. And they're like, well, but you know, we started over there and we saw you from over here, and then that's where you made the legal turn. And I said, well, you know, if you need to know, as is because I play on the billiards team, I could show you my pool stick. It's back over here. I we even had like team shirts and like little IDs. Yeah. Um. And I said, that's where I was coming from. They're like, well, why'd you turn this way? And I was like, I just want to get some food. I was like, because it's a bar and they don't have food. And I was hungry, you know, so I just want to get some food on my way home. And then they kind of, they're like, all right. You know, it seemed like if you know what you're saying, they're going to let you go, you know? Yeah. So for me, that's my best one. I mean, other than DWM, driving while Mexican and, you know, Orange (laughs) County and pulled over all the time. Uh, Back when I was a sports writer, I mean, no lie. I mean, that's happened six seven times um but it is what it is that one you just got kind of used to you know yeah i i got stopped while uh was s w b standing while brown (laughs) Uh, (laughs) not to get into a huge thing but i was standing on the corner waiting for my buddy to show up he's supposed to give me a flash drive for uh, a program i needed um because my computer taking a shit and i had to go get another one i didn't have a copy of the program and a cop, like, straight up pulled me over and was like, you know, where are the drugs at, bro? Like, come on, man. It's going to be bad for you if I find him. And I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do drugs, man. I'm just, I'm just standing here waiting for my buddy. He's going to work right here. And I just wait for him to come by so I can get this, this last drive or whatever. And he, like, put me in the back of the car, uh, the cop car. And he, like, ran my shit. And I, I was clean. And I'm, I'm just like, dude, I, I told you, man. Like, I don't, I don't do any of this shit, dude. Like, I, I'm not that kind of Mexican. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and he was like, "All right, man. Well, you, you need to get out of here sooner or later. Somebody else is gonna drive by and do the same shit because you're kind of standing here. You look a little suspicious." I'm like, "Dude, I'm wearing a bright red angel sweater, right? <laughs> like, I'm I'm super suspicious." And he's like, "Hey, I don't want to hear. Your, knows, he's like, I don't want to hear your shit." And I'm just like, "All right, all right, all right, all right cool, man. I'm, I'm gonna go." <laughs> Everybody knows angel angel fans ain't hard like that, right? Exactly. We 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 like, all right. We if I don't wearing Dodger shit, dude, I'd have been in jail. All right, fuck. <laughs> He's something. They got something for him. The only thing I was worried about is uh, I was standing over there by the Sheraton. I was like, what if somebody fucking walked by and dro- did drop some shit? They're going to find it and be like, oh, this is yours. I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I'm so screwed. But uh, but no, um, other than that, I mean, I got stopped one time for uh, this guy said I, I ran a stop sign, which I couldn't have because if I did, I would hit a car. 
Um, but he said I did a rolling stop, and as he asked me for my my license and stuff like that, I pulled it out, and I just so happened to have my my cousin's. I'm not gonna drop her name, but my cousin's uh uh what is it? Her business card. Oh, okay. And she happened to be in the sheriff's department, and he's like, "What's that? What's that? You trying to show me something?" And I was just like. Now that I was getting my, 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 my license, it's right here. He's like, well, what would you got right there? And I was like, I pulled it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my cousin, whatever. You know, and, and he was like, oh, you, you know, this, you know, like for real. I'm like, yeah, it's my cousin, dude. Like, what's up? He's like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go this time. But, uh, you know, just make sure, you know, you pay attention. And I'm like, yeah, no worries, man. Like, it's cool. They let me go. And I was like, oh, all right, then. So it's good to have that card. <laughs> Funny. You know what? The best one I do have of the DWM mm-hmm. is – um. So one time I was in graduate school. I was I was a sports writer right for the Orange County Register, right. and I was doing my graduate, my master's degree at the University of Concordia in Irvine. And a buddy of mine, he lived in Orange County, and he was in the Santa Ana area. And there was uh, Denny's by there. He said, "Hey, let's meet up for dinner. You're just getting out of class, right?" I said, "Yeah, for sure. I haven't ate." All right, sounds good. So we met up by Denny's, and there's like a motel six kind of around the corner, which is known for doing shady stuff, right? Yeah. So we just had dinner at, at the Denny's, just met up, caught up a little bit type of thing. And then I'm just jumping on the freeway, head home. And then he, I didn't see the cop that was there, right? Um, but he did, and we were in separate cars. So I went first, and the cop was right behind me. And you could tell he's running my plates, right? Yeah. And we're at, you know, at a light, ready to turn left, and then the freeway's on the right. And sure enough, as soon as we turn left, as soon as, you know, to get on the freeway, I didn't even get on the freeway. He pulls me over. And then my buddy just keeps going straight and kind of comes back and parks on the corner so he can see what's going on. And the cop is like, uh, where are you going? I said, uh, home? <laughs> like, going <laughs> home? And uh, they're like, well, where are you coming from? I was like, Denny's? He's like, you sure you're coming from Denny's? And I was like, where would I be coming from? Like, you know, I have my uh, receipt, you know, for just eating. And I was wearing black, um, no particular reason. I just had like a black shirt on. I remember I had a black Dodgers hat on. And uh, and then they're like, so he asked me for my ID, right? And I have a clean ID. I've never been arrested or anything like that. So I gave my ID and uh, and he saw my address right away. And he knew it was in Orange County, you know, because at the time I was still in La Puente. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what are you doing way over here? And I said, well, I work at the Orange County Register and I just finished my class for my master's degree so i was meeting with the friends to have dinner before heading home because it's a long drive and i had an eight i was at work all day then i went to class i had lunch but i haven't had dinner i had class and now i'm going home because it was late maybe it was like 11 at night before i was finally heading home right after class and dinner and then he's all you're a sports writer like do you believe it right because i'm mexican and stuff like that and i'm like yeah like Look, my tape recorder is right here. My badge is right here. Like, I had it right next to me on the on the passenger seat. Yeah. And then he was just like, but, and I didn't have my Dodgers hat on because when I drive, I don't like having the hats on, right? Yeah. So my Dodgers hat was right next to it. And he's like, and you're a Dodgers fan? And I was like, well, I mean, I grew up in LA County and I was born in East LA and I went to college in East LA, you know? So, I mean, I would naturally gravitate more towards over there. Um, I said, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm more of a Dodgers fan. And then he's all, uh, then he started asking like questions about like sports writing. So what do you do? And, and like, who have you met? What famous people and stuff like that. And like, dude, it became just more of a, he was uh, interested in stuff like that. And how'd you become a sports writer? And, and like, almost like trying to see poke holes in my story type of thing. I'm like, well, I studied, you know, when it Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> I studied. And, <laughs> That's yeah, how I did bro, it. Bro, you know, like, <laughs> 
it just takes time and then he's like all right so he didn't even run my id he was just like all right well you know you should just be careful and be safe this isn't like the nicest part of area to be in this and this and that i said all right i appreciate that no problem thank you very much right like what are you gonna do be picking a fight with somebody that could arrest you you know <laughs> never mess with anybody who could arrest you or fucks with your food just don't just don't do it seriously seriously all right, I'm gonna on the, on the next topic here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift gears here. I think we've gotten political enough for the for the entire right? podcast. Seriously, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna need your your. I'm gonna need you to put your um, sports writer hat on right now. Okay. Right. Um, there was a report that came out. They were asking who would be the Jordan of the MLB. Who has the best argument? Who do you? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Dude, do you agree with the list? I'm going to give it to you right now. You guys at home follow, follow along. Right now, waiting in the wings, they got Cody Bellinger, Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Yoan Moncada, Fernando Tatis, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Those are the guys that they think have the best um, chance to be on this actual list um, for what's out there right now. The list goes from 9 to 1, Mad Bum, A. Pooh, Cal, A. Royd, Trout, Ricky Henderson, Bonds, Jeter, and Griffey. For those of you guys playing at home who don't know all these names, I'll go back to them real quick. Number nine, Madison Bumgarner. Number eight, Albert Pujols. Cal Ripken Jr. is number seven. Alex Rodriguez at six. Michael Trout is at five. Ricky Henderson, I see Barry Bonds at three. Derek Jeter now at two. And then Ken Griffey Jr. at number one. Um, I mean, if you had to pick in the modern era... I guess if you want to call it that, uh, I think Griffey is a very good example of, of who would be the Jordan of MLB. But I mean, Artie, you were the sports writer. You were the guy who 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 had to write it down and let people know this is what's up. You know, do you agree with the list? Do you agree with Griffey or who? who? And I know you love Griffey, but who would you put up there that would be? a good like argument for who would be the Michael Jordan quote unquote of the MLB other than Griffey. If Griffey's your choice. It, we're talking modern, right? Cause modern most modern it's for, for me, like I think of the greats, right? I think NHL is Gretzky NBA is Jordan and baseball is um, Babe Ruth. Right. right. Like th- those are the names synonymous with that sport. Right. And NFL Man, NFL is pretty subjective. I just can't like. Okay, well, Tom, well, Brady, Tom well, Brady's as close as it comes. Well, yeah, right, let's get back. To let's baseball, let's get right? the baseball right here. All right. Okay. So modern one, I think there's a couple dudes that should just be taken off this list. Like Madison Bumgarner, get out of here. You know, like okay. he's a pitcher. Uh, Albert Pujols, I could see it a little bit, right? 
Right. Cal Ripken Jr., you know. Um, Iron Man of baseball. Iron Man, yeah, good dude. You know, clean, squeaky reputation. Mm-hmm. That leads to A-Rod. <laughs> clean, squeaky reputation, so R- I would take him off the list. Yeah. Trout, to me, is being lowballed at five. I think I so, mean, too, but. I'm not, I'm not a Dodgers. I'm not an Angels fan, but I am. I know baseball, and let me tell you, Trout's one of the best players, all around best players I've, that's come out in a very, very long time. I think, um, I, I think, I think right now Trout is where I think he's at five. They put him at five because he hasn't won a championship yet. If he went, if he went, Bonds up there, then you know. But okay, he's yeah. a home run king, quote unquote. Yeah, he's not even in the Hall of Fame or ever going to be in the Hall of Fame. True, you know? but but as of right now. He he's still ahead of Bonds. I would put Ricky ahead of Bonds. I would put Ricky ahead of Bonds and Trout ahead. I would put Trout at four, Ricky at three, and Bonds at five. And even that, I'd put. I think I'd put Cal up there too, but just because. But see, Cal was like the Iron Man. He was he was a staple. He you know a day in and day out he's going to be out there, right? He played like two thousand plus. Couple of MVPs. Yeah. I mean, he won, I think, a title like his second year. He wasn't like a big contributor or something like that. Yeah. Like, he won like one World Series title. But yeah, he's, he's still a beast, though. Still a beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got the numbers and the squeaky clean reputation and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, Ricky, I don't I guess I don't mind him being up there, you know? Uh, Bonds, I do have an issue again, you know, the whole tainted stuff like that. I personally think Jeter's overrated. Um, I like the leadership and stuff like that. I get all the tangibles and all that, but I mean, dude, he never won a batting title. Um, you know, he never won an MVP. Uh, he wants some gold gloves that I've told you, you know, and they're fact, they're, they're popularity votes. So stuff that's popularity votes, he's actually won, but stuff that's not like tangible numbers and stuff like that, dude, he's. Yeah, he's, you know he's had a lot of hits, I guess, in his career. You know he's a three thousand hits guy. Those things don't come out for free, you know. Yeah. Um, and I get it. And they're like, oh, but he won, you know, freaking five titles or whatever he won. And I get it, but he was, dude. He's had like, what, three other Hall of Famers with him in those lineups. Yeah. You know, of course you're gonna win titles if you got three other Hall of Famers with <laughs> you in there. Well, don't say all that because. Here's Trout, and he had he had Albert Pujols. Who, wait, who yeah, else did he have? Yeah, but Albert Pujols and and fucking the limelight of his career, you know. Like, this is true. He didn't he didn't have an Albert Pujols that once hit 300 as an Angel, you know. Um, yeah, and I could be wrong, but Albert's <laughs> never gonna hit 300. Yes, yeah. ever. Just like I told you, Trout's never gonna hit 50 home runs. Trout's gonna get 50 um, next year. Watch. Never. Yeah, because the older you get, the easier it gets. Right? Oh yeah, he had a year <laughs> off. He basically have a half a year off right now. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so I think Jeter, but I like Jeter up there though because of the tangibles, you know, of winning and stuff like that. But numbers wise, uh, no. Um, numbers wise, that's that's why it's hard. You're right. Like with man, I would put Albert Pujols just so much higher on that list. Um, I would put him at like that three spot because when Albert was the man, like Albert was the man. You know, like yeah. he put up some gaudy numbers and he did some gaudy things. Like the one that comes off the top of my head is I remember he he wrote Brad Lidge for like I believe it was a walk off home run against Houston when Brad Lidge was nasty, dude, like absolutely nasty. And he hit him onto like the train tracks. And I'll never forget that home run. I just remember thinking, that's not a pitch. That that's maybe like a pitch that one percent of major leaguers could hit. Right. And he's that one percent, you know, at the time. And that to me solidified like Albert's greatness, right? 
So I would put Bo uh, Albert in the top three. Okay. I personally would put him in front of Jeter because if we're talking championships, Albert won two titles, I believe, with St. Louis. Two. And he has the hardware ahead of Jeter. And he has numbers that he's led the league with. And he doesn't have the Hall of Fame caliber teammates that Jeter has had. So if we had to talk about like one, two, three. I'm putting Albert at number two. Sure, I'll keep Jeter at number three. I'm going to put Ricky, I guess, at four. But I really want to put Trout at four. But those could swap out and, and swap them, you know, between four and five. Um, I guess I don't have a problem with Griffey, you know, at number one, the modern day. But I, I just really think if, if if Trout wins one, I think he's really going to slide into that one spot easily. Just one title slides him into that number one spot. One title. It doesn't even have to be multiple. I mean, you know me. I'm all, I'm all for that one. But I, I honestly think, I mean, it, one, yeah, for, it would it would probably slide him in there. If he gets two, he's in there. I think he becomes right. the Jordan of, of baseball for the modern era. Right. Um, because outside of that, like you said, um, Ruth, Aaron, uh, who else we got? Mickey Mantle was freaking amazing. Um, so it's just a matter of, of subject, subjectivity. I can't believe I said that yeah. one correctly. <laughs> it's, also, it's also a matter of long, longevity. You yeah. Know, like dudes that have done it continuously that's why i think trout is deserving up there he's already been in the league and every year that he's in the league and healthy he's pretty damn good he's among the best you know yeah with the exception of that first year where he got his feet wet you know yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why like waiting in the wings like i love cody bellinger but he's so inconsistent even in one season where he won the mvp he was so inconsistent yeah he had overall great numbers but dude he got off to like a smoking hot start you know mm -hmm. um hasn't really done anything in the playoffs uh, yeah, they've gone deep into the playoffs and stuff like that as a team, but so yeah, who, okay, so who fun. who do you think in the waiting in the wings caught him a column? And for those of you guys at home who don't remember, Cody Bellinger, Ronald Acuna Jr., um, Juan Soto, Johan Moncada, and Fernando Tatis Jr., and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Who in there do you think has the best opportunity to actually break into the quote unquote list of the greatest ever of the modern era? Right I think now, Juan Soto for sure because he's got a title under his belt. Mm -hmm. He's only like 20, 21. Forget how old he is. He's young, bro. He's low, low 20s, you mm -hmm. know. And he's already got a 30 home run season and a 20 home run season under his belt. He's got a 100 RBI season under his belt. Again, he's got a World Series title. This dude's gonna win an MVP. It's only a matter of time. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a hell of a player. Hell of a player. Thank god he's he, playing on the on the uh the national league because yeah. he ain't gonna win shit on the American League. Not with my boy Trout in there. Yeah. Um, but I mean if you win games you you have a shot. Yeah. Like if yeah, they were in the American League with the numbers he puts up, he and they oh, were winning where they are, Trout probably doesn't win them, you know? Um, but again, nobody in the American League is putting up the kind of numbers close to Trout that's winning games, right? There's guys that are putting up those numbers, but they're not winning games. Um, you know, like, you know, the year that L2 is still the home run, uh, the MVP title from Judge. I mean, Judge should have won it that year, knowing what we know now for sure. Oh, like, I understand how it's close, but now knowing what we know for now, for sure, he should have won it. And that's a year that Trout didn't have bad numbers, but they won. They did really well. They made the playoffs, so those numbers overshadowed Trout's numbers. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Juan Soto, his numbers actually weren't wouldn't overshadow 
Trout's numbers, if let's say if it was flip where he was in the NL this past year, but they'd be comparable. And the point is that they they made they'd the be playoff. they'd be talking about it at least. Yeah, so they'd be comparable. Um, but you know, I mean, he made the playoffs last year, and he didn't. His numbers were close, I guess, comparable to Cody Bellinger, and Cody Bellinger basically ran away with MVP. So interesting stuff. I just think Juan Soto, that dude, of on the list because he's young, he's put up the numbers, he's on a winning team. People, other than his little thing where he, you know, he looks at the pitchers and stuff like that, for the most part, kind of respect his game. Ronald Acuna, you know, he's been already benched by his own team uh, for not running out fly balls. He has kind of a little bit of a bad reputation. He has, he reminds me of the National League version of, of um, Mike Trout with the exception of the little antics. He has that skill level, uh-huh. but he hasn't won one, you know, and they made the playoffs and they got swept, I think, once by the Dodgers and didn't make the, out of the first round again the second year. You know, I, I could be wrong though, but I he hasn't done much either. Um, I love Tatis. I think Tatis is awesome, but again, it was basically his his uh, first full year last year, and then he got hurt. Vlad Jr. hasn't proved anything, you know, like nothing at all, other than a big hype as a minor leaguer. Moncada, um, uh, same thing. I think Moncada is going to be good, but I don't think he's ever going to be great. Uh, I could be wrong. Being an All Star doesn't make you great, you know, and I I just think he's not going to be. I think Juan's the one that's going to elevate into breaking that top 10. Cody Bellinger, just because, again, he's got an MVP. His team's won a lot. Um, they need to win a title, you know? I mean, they yeah. really need to win it. And like we talked, you know, their window's going to be closing. It's not going to be open for that much longer. Um, so I would take Soto and Bellinger, I guess, moving in there. I really like Tatis. And Acuna's got all the skills if he just gets his head right, you know? Yeah. Vlad's too early to tell. I'm not sold on Vlad. I get he tore up the minor leagues, but the majors are the majors for a reason, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, I agree that Mike Trout should be top three. <laughs> um, I, said top five. I said top five. Yeah, well, He's not five. He's not top five. He is top five, technically, right but now. I, I think... I wouldn't put... Those I, top five as the top five, but I'd put him top four, honestly. I'd put I think Bonds should be bumped out of there. I get it. Ricky stole all those bases. I think he should be three or four, right, right around there, right now. Yes, but same thing. Like he had a lot of firepower around him, you know. Like, yeah. But I mean, he did steal the bases, and he and I mean, he just he did more. He demolished those stolen base records, you know. And they were talking about. I saw a stat somewhere earlier this week, talking about how when uh, Ricky's first stolen base crown or something like that was like 103 steals or something like that, and last year's two stolen base leaders still didn't um, beat Ricky Henderson by himself. Yeah. It, like, that was just mind-boggling. And that's another thing. Do you think we'll ever see, like, another whole 100 steal, a guy that steals 100 bases in a season? I mean, I thought for a minute, what's his name? D. Gordon might want to try going that route because he's so fast, so small, and so, so skinny or whatever. But I think he kind of fell off because... He wasn't put in the right situations to do it as much. Um, Ricky was a solid what two hitter two two hitter. Yeah, he was one or two. And yeah. and um, I know D Gordon was a leadoff hitter for a while, but then they did move him down a little bit. Um, so I think yeah. not having the opportunity to be where people are really going to be able to move you around on base or be worried about who's hitting instead of you on the, on the side there, it, it, it hindered him from doing that. I don't know, man, nobody I've seen or, or can think of was, has been that guy where like, man, this guy is probably going to steal 
60, 70, fuck, he might go 80 bags. You know what I mean? See, here's my theory. You, you have to get on base close to, and I'm saying on base, like via hit, walk, stuff like that. You uh-huh. have to be on base via, via on any way you can at least 300 times throughout a year, right? Yeah. Let's just say 350. And of those 350, that means you got to steal 100 bases, right? So we're talking, what, one out of, let's just say 400 to make an even, a even number. One out of every four times you're on base, you got to steal, you got to steal one of those bases. That's a really tall order for today's game to be doing it when all they're talking about, like cybermetrics, is the long ball, you know, and and, yeah. and you know the lifting the ball and you know your your swing angle and uh, I'm trying to I forgot what it's called right now, you know, because I heard Nomar Garcia Parra say, oh, it's all, before we used to call that a number cut, now it's called launch angle. Oh, that's what it's called, launch angle. Mm-hmm. Now it's called launch angle, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I thought, like you said, I thought D. Gordon had a shot when he went to the Marlins. I knew he wouldn't do it as a Dodger because that's just not their game type of thing. Right. But when he went to the Marlins, dude, he had one year where I believe he won a batting title and had close to 200 hits, if not 200 hits. And if I ever thought a dude would do it, I would think it'd be that year because 200 hits, that means you only got to walk, you know, like 100 more times, get on base for your air, you know, like between walks. And getting on base via errors a hundred more times find you know that way and he's a dude that you have to be able to steal third you can't just only steal second base you know what right. I'm saying? you have to be able to steal third um so he if i ever thought someone was gonna do it's gonna be him um there's just not a dude in the game that i think gets on base that much to be able to do it right now you know let me let me put some numbers out to you right now right yeah. um so let me know if, when when you let me know when you start recognizing a name, Lou Brock, Billy Hamilton. I already know Lou Brock. Okay, Ty Cobb, right there. All right. All right. Tim Raines. Uh huh. Vince Coleman. Vince Coleman, yeah, for the Mets. Artie Latham. Eddie Artie Latham. No. Eddie. Eddie Collins. Eddie Collins from St. Louis. Oh, good. Max Gary, or Carey, sorry. Uh, no, I don't recognize that one. And rounding out the 10th one is Onus Wagner, right? Okay. So two out of the mm. 10 that I don't yeah. recognize. Ricky Henderson had 1,406 stolen bases in his career. Uh-huh. Lou Brock is number two right now with 938. Yeah, I knew that. That's to me. That's wild. That's like five hundred, four hundred and twenty-two, off the top of my head. Um, more stolen bases. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew that. I knew second place guy didn't have a, a thousand in his career. I yeah, that's that. that's wild to me. I mean, the only person. I mean, Juan Pierre is eighteenth with six hundred and fourteen, but he's not mm-hmm. playing anymore. I don't think. Right. Uh, only person I see on the list right now that's actually playing. You said Billy Hamilton. No, wrong Hamilton. So this is Billy William Robert Hamilton, nicknamed Sliding Billy. Oh, that's interesting. As an American <laughs> ba- professional baseball league player in, during the 19th century. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. He, I would assume. I thought he. Was I thought there was, was the like, other Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? He's way up there. Like, whoa, yeah. that's wild. He's with the Giants right now. That Billy Hamilton is with the Giants right now. Yeah, I don't see him on the list at the moment. There's only gives me the top 100, so. Right, right, right. He's, <laughs> he's not there. Steve Sachs, 55 with 444, by the way. Just thought I'd throw. Barry Bonds with 461. That's interesting. 
back when he was younger, I'm guessing, when he didn't have to run. Well, he, when he had to run before he was all jacked up. Right, he was a 40-40 guy. Yeah, Ichiro with 509. Yeah, not surprised there. He would get on base 200 times a How? year, more than 200. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, my bad, my bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was Bobby Bonds at 461. Barry Bonds had 514. Yeah, I was going to say, I could have sworn because I saw a stat somewhere that he's like the only dude with like 500 doubles, 500 home runs. 500 is, is Jose Reyes still playing? Because he's 33rd no. with 517. Damn, I'm trying to find somebody who's still playing that's on this goddamn list. Huh? I guess I guess not. Oh, the the only person playing right now is Rajay Davis, four hundred and fifteen. That's really? in, the, in the top one hundred. Wow. And that wow. that hundred spot is three hundred and sixty three. That's crazy. Wow. That's wild. All right. Well. So Griffey, and if Trout wins uh, a championship or two, Trout. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is yeah, there any that they have Griffey up there at number one without winning a title? This is true, but you know he, I mean, transcended the game. It was an amazing. I mean, he's got the swing, bro. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's almost as beautiful as Luke's swing, but I'm not gonna get into that one right now. But he is swinging from the left side though, so it all works out. Is there anyone you would add to that list of the modern in the modern era? Hmm. Modern era. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would have to think about that and get back to you. All right. Nobody pops up off the top of your head? Uh... I mean, Vlad Sr. is pretty damn good, too. Mm-hmm. Vlad Sr. is a dude that was freaking pretty damn good. But did he ever win a title? I don't think he ever won a title, right? I don't think so either, honestly. Um, I mean, if we're talking dudes that won a title, you know, um, Chipper Jones is pretty damn good, too. You know? Yeah. Hit from both sides of the play. He reminds me of a modern-day Mickey Mantle-ish type of player. Uh, I don't know. All right, well, moving on. Think about it. Let me know next week or something, and maybe we'll drop a, an extra inning in there somewhere, and, and we'll talk about that. Um, something you mentioned the last week we didn't get a chance to get to, and we didn't get a chance to throw it in an extra inning, so we're going to throw it in there right now. ESPN leaked Trevor Bauer's number in a massive screw-up, but Bauer turned it into a good thing. Yeah, you, you posted this one, so come on. Tell me about it, man. I just thought it was interesting that so they you know they were doing a little interview with them and then they put his number on the screen and then right away you know people start calling and stuff like that so what he basically did was he left a voicemail saying hey if you give me this information and blah blah, blah he's all uh 
in the next 48 hours, I'm gonna I'm gonna give away a pair of signed cleats and an autographed baseball. So of course, obviously, he changed his number, but there was a voicemail that was up there for 48 hours right. uh, that people called and and uh, left voice various uh, voicemails and stuff like that, and followed his social media accounts um, to be able to promote whatever it is he has to promote. And uh, it turned into a good thing because it could usually be one of the blow-ups of, hey, you left my damn number out to freaking social media and everybody's calling and stuff like that. And, of course, there's always haters. And he, particularly because he's so opinionated, has a few more haters than usual, you know? So he turned it into a good thing instead of a bad thing, you know? And then then he eventually, once people tried calling after the 48 hours, he got the normal, this wireless customer you're trying to reach is no longer available. (laughs) Well, that's pretty cool. I'm glad that he was able to turn it into a positive and was able to help out some fans and he didn't freak out and, and everything was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know who's freaking out? It's the Cowboys fans. I'm not freaking out anymore, bro. I'm getting upset. I'm getting over this shit, dude. All right. So we're shifting <laughs> gears here. We're going into the NFL. Dak's new contract. That's the big thing on the fucking thing right now. Uh, Prescott could earn over. His, you know what, though? He could earn. Well, let's see. First off. They were talking about he was doing. Uh, I thought I had that on there, but uh, like 105 million guaranteed over the next. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, five-year, 175 million dollar deal with uh, 106 plus million guaranteed over those five years. Uh, if he decided not to sign the deal, um, he could technically ride out the um, what the fuck is it called the the franchise tag. For the next two seasons, before becoming a complete uh, unrestricted free agent, he could literally earn $69 million over the next two years by betting on himself. Uh, just by signing the, the franchise tag. When anybody who signs the franchise tag two years in a row, automatically would get a 20% increase in pay on the second year. So the franchise tag right now is $31 million. He would get 38 and change uh, the second year if he, if he decided to go that route. I mean... How much is too much, man? How much is is enough, really? How much is enough money at this point, man? Like, I get it. Like, he wants to get paid elite money. Was he one of the top uh, quarterbacks last season as far as statistically speaking? Yeah, he was. He was, I think, second or third in passing and completions and all the other fun jazz that's out there, right? Right. But this is getting fucking ridiculous. Like, if you're gonna do that, like, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the uh, the franchise tag over the next two years, and then we'll just see how it happens in the next two years. Maybe I'll get more money out of it. Maybe you get less money out of it. Whatever it might be. But I think at this point, as as a cowboy fan myself, I am tired of it, man. Either sign the fucking contract or just say, you know what, I'm gonna take the franchise tag for this year. We'll reassess next year and rock and roll. Like, I need somebody who's dedicated to to want to play on the team and, and to lead the team. And I know the teammate his teammates love him and. And they respect them, and they want to follow him. But at some point, man, you're gonna start losing people. Like, hey, man, like, how much is enough? Right. 175 million dollars isn't enough. Yeah. 100, think, 106 guaranteed. That would, would make him the highest paid NFL quarterback in history. The second you know? highest. The second highest. Uh, I had read it would make him the highest. That no. He would make the annually. That's what I read. Because and because the an, because and because the person who got paid the most got a four year deal, and that's what I've been hearing is that what he wants. He doesn't want a five year deal. He wants a four year deal with more guaranteed money. That would make him the highest paid quarterback, because it would be over four years, not five. So right now, with Joe is he's never even going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. 
yet he wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And, and here's my thing. Being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, like it or not, you're going to get endorsement deals. You're going to get um, so much more money outside of the money you're going to get for playing football. Honestly, realistically, that's you're going to get that money. You're going to get the opportunities that some other quarterbacks in other teams don't really get that opportunity. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. And he needs to, I mean, I don't know. He doesn't need to do anything, I guess. I mean, we're just you and me talking and he could, you know, blow us off and say, fuck y'all, you know, it is what it is. But I think he needs to take the contract. Five years, 175, 106 of it guaranteed. Fuck it, dude. That's that's a lot of money for your family. If you can't sustain your family with 106 million guaranteed plus the endorsements you're going to get for generations to come, that's generational money right there, dude. That's not, you know, us and maybe our kids are going to be taken care of. That's generational money. That's kids, kids, kids are going to get taken care of. Right. I agree. And I saw one of the things I was reading on there is he they want to cover their butts. And first thing I thought of that came into my head was uh, the Scottie Pippen deal, right? Yeah. From you know, how they talked about it, how at the time when he signed the contract, he just wanted the money because he needed to take care of people, blah, blah, blah. And then lo and behold, the NBA blew up and his contract was like worth pennies, right? Like, yeah. Pennies. So one of the things I read was that they're trying to anticipate how the NFL is going to grow and have that accounted for in his contract. Um, so they're talking about how they want more back-ended money on his contract. If that, if he signs that, that five years, that he wants like 45 mil for the last year. Yeah, he I wants that, fi- that fifth year, he wants to get $45 million. Yeah, so he wants like to anticipate it. Um, again, I, I could see all this stuff, but I mean, I, I just, look, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think he's he's getting overpaid as it is, if you ask me. Yeah. He's getting overpaid. Like, he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. He's never going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Because, let me tell you, as long as Patrick Mahomes is in the NFL, like, it's going to be hard to be the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, look. Look at this, though. Tom Brady, he signed a two-year deal with the um, with Tampa Bay. Um, worth $50 million and up to four and a half more million dollars each year in incentives, right? Mm-hmm. And so that would put him at $60 million. That's it's if he absolutely killed it, right? And he got all his incentives. He got everything like that with, with, with the money he gave or he's been giving. So that's $60 million over two years. That's $30 million a year. Granted, let's just call it – let's just say he doesn't get all the incentives, right? So let's just call it $25 million a year. That's he wants to make more money than the goat. He's right. won six fucking rings, bro. Like, and you're and you want to get paid forty five in your last year. Like, Tom's rocking with twenty five. Granted, Tom's been been taking one and two year deals for the last few years now, for a while now, just to be able to build up the team. Like, you have so many opportunities to build your team, and if you're gonna take all the money that a team has, granted, like you said. They're gonna have there's 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 plenty of room for the the league to grow. They're anticipating it, you know, by ten million dollars each each season or whatever per team should be able to have more and more cap space like that. Um, so he's banking on himself. He's saying, you know, in twenty twenty two when when he is second after the second um, when he'd be an unrestricted free agent. They're saying he's gonna be looking for about forty five million dollars a year. Um, that's why he wants to set the precedence as his last year getting forty five million because he wants that year to be 
um, to, to for him to set the market, basically. Right. And I, I mean, I don't know, man. I $106 million. If, it, if, it, if that was my kid, honestly, I'd be like, look, bud, they're paying you $106 million guaranteed. You're, you're getting 175 on incentives, plus you're getting some other things. Like, hey, man, let's let's not tempt fate for too much longer. Like, you did it last season, and, and you, you survived. You know, what happens this season if you bet on yourself and you get hurt? And now it's career-ending, and you only get part of that $31 million on the uh, franchise tag. Right. $106 million beats out 31 every time. Or maybe that, that the like you said, the league figures him out a little bit more, and he's not performing how they thought, and the Cowboys want to head in a different direction. Yeah, I mean, Andy Dalton's right there. He's ready to play for seven million. Yep. You, you're 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 gonna tell me that you're gonna dick around with Dak for that much longer when Andy Dalton's right there and he'll play for seven million. He's happy to play for seven million dollars. Right. I'm sure he'd be ecstatic to play for $7 million. Like, you're going to give me that line with these offensive weapons? Are you kidding me? With that defense that just got bulked up? Come on. I'll give you a million. Give me six. I'll fucking play right now. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? At some point, at some point, you got to just be like, take, 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 the, take the basket of money, walk away and go, all right, cool. I'm set for the next five years, and my family's set forever now. Because hopefully he's got the right people around him and they're going to help him invest and, and take care of his money and stuff like that. And $106 million guaranteed, 175 possible. I mean, you're gonna, you, can, you can put that a long way. You know what I mean? Whatever he's doing, plus the endorsement deals and whatnot, that's going to happen afterward if he wants to go into broadcasting or anything like that. I mean, he, he's friends with, with, uh, with uh, Troy Aikman and stuff like that. So, I mean, the opportunities are there. Aikman's not going to be there forever. Uh, Romo's not going to be there forever. It'd be interesting to have three different uh, Cowboys quarterbacks uh, announcing games simultaneously with uh, with Romo and, and uh, Troy. Like Romo's barely getting his career started. Well, that's what I'm saying. But so let's just say Dak in in five years decides, okay, I'm good, I'm done, I'm out of here, and he goes into broadcasting. Technically, we'd have the opportunity to see three Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks um, announcing games. At, uh, on a Sunday, I think that'd be I think that'd be pretty cool on my end just for being a Cowboy fan. But at the end of the day, Dak take the 106 million guaranteed. It's a little over 106 million guaranteed. Take the 106 million guaranteed. Great, like like my dad like my dad's told me and Dad, I know you're listening. Hi hi Dad, I love you. Um, you don't you're you're not in his shoes. You don't know what's going on with them. But from the outside looking in, man, 106 really sounds good <laughs> because it's guaranteed. It doesn't matter if you get hurt or not. You're getting paid. It's not like, hey man, there's 106 guaranteed unless you get hurt. No, no, no. It's 106 guaranteed, 175 million five year deal. I mean, I know he wants to do four years, so that way he comes back and gets another record contract after that. But man, take that fifth year, take it, take 175 and get out of here, man. Let's let's fucking win some championships and 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 if he wins one or two championships in these five years, you don't, you're not going to tell me that the Cowboys or somebody else isn't going to pay a big money for the next two, three, four years that he's going to play, he can, he can write his own check at that point. Right. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Right now, I don't think he has that power. I mean, he, I think he's trying to hold the Cowboys by the balls, and eventually Steven and Jerry are going to be like, enough is enough, man. We've we've given you everything that we can conceivably give you without having, without having done much. He's been top three in passing, top three in rushing for quarterbacks, uh, top three for touchdowns, stuff like that. Like, yeah, you have been there. But when the game mattered, when we needed you to lead them, 
We couldn't get it done. When they stuffed, uh, when they overloaded the box and made you throw it, couldn't win the game. You know what I mean? He did win some, but he didn't win them all. He didn't win them when it mattered. Yeah. When they stuffed uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott in, in L.A. a couple years ago at the Coliseum, I was there. They put it on Dak's hands, and he couldn't he couldn't come through. Are you telling me Dak beats the the Rams at the Coliseum, goes on to the divisional round, and uh, and and gives them a run for their money? You, you don't think he's getting paid this way, left and right? You don't think he's getting that forty million, forty five million? I think so, but because he hasn't shown that he can he can make it happen under the clutch, I mean, I don't know, man. I think you take you take the deal. What do you do? What, what do you think? Do you take the deal or what's up? I would take the deal, and if you really, if you really believe in yourself that much, then go for it and bank yourself and go sign the contract, the the tag, the franchise tag. That's a lot of money too, right there. Thirty one you know, point. I think it's thirty one point six million dollars for the franchise yeah, tag. You're right. I saw. I saw that he's going to be making like seventy mil or whatever for two years, over two years. Yeah, a little over, a little under seventy million dollars, sixty nine point eight something like that million dollars over the next two years if he takes the franchise tag both times. Yeah, but and, at the if same- does, and if he does that, he's banking on himself. He'll be available for that big old contract that he thinks will be there that that he's worried about in year five, even though it'll be year three. And he can set himself up. I don't know, man. You, you you test Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones too much, man. They might just find somebody else to go play for a lot less money. I think he's getting to that point, man, where like. Do what else you want, you know. Like we're we're giving you a pretty damn good thing for having not won anything. What was he won? One division title, rookie of the year, one division title, I think. Well, I didn't even know if he won rookie of the year, but he did. He beat Ezekiel Elliott out for rookie of the year. All right, because damn, he beat Zeke. He beat Zeke that that rookie year. Oh, Zeke got robbed. <laughs> he did. I, I think everybody everybody agreed that Zeke got robbed that that rookie year. But because he came in when Rome, when Romo went down and won, he went like ten and two or whatever. They were like, "Oh, this guy right here, this guy," and then he hadn't showed up since. <laughs> and I love him, dude. Hey, I love. Him. At the end of the day, I fucking love this guy. I love my team. Uh, but take the money, man. This just fucking do it, man. One hundred six guaranteed, one hundred seventy five over five. I mean, shit. I'll take half of that right now. Right. <laughs> you you can drill me left and right with a freaking with, with some linebackers for that much money. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Speaking of uh, quarterbacks getting money, uh, Joe Flacco signed a one year hundred uh, one hundred and five a uh, one year one and a half million dollar deal with the Jets. That's worth up to four hundred uh, four hundred four point five million dollar in incentives. Interesting to see uh, Joe Flacco go to the Jets. Uh, I think he's definitely on his way out of the league. This may be his last stops. The the Jets GM, Joe Douglas, was the reason why the Ravens picked him up in 08. Um, he worked in the Ravens organization at the time when when they were drafting quarterbacks, and, and he was the one that was really big on Joe Flacco. So I think this gave uh, Flacco after he was released, or I think he was done with his contract with the Broncos. Uh, Joe Douglas went and grabbed them. The biggest thing is, though, to me, uh, the Jets are walking in with five quarterbacks sam darnold joe flacco david fails mike white and james morgan five quarterbacks on the roster right now going into training camp obviously it's going to get cut down to two if not three but do you think that joe flacco has an opportunity to go out there on the field this year uh and earn that 4.5 million in incentives or do you think uh sam darnold he just he backs up sam darnold 
and uh, gets his 1.5 and walks away. Yeah, I think he's backs up Sam Darnold. I think he's going in there more as a mentor, not to be a starter. A dude that can maybe challenge Sam Darnold in terms of like, hey, look, you better start taking this serious, and we need to see you hit that next level. You have to be, you know, like, because I, I see Sam Darnold maybe getting to like where Dak Prescott is at, right? Uh-huh. And then Dak's trying to get to that, like, he, I think Dak's on a way above average player. You know, he's maybe like a B plus, A minus type of player. You know, I'm there. Who they're playing, right? That's where I see him at. Do I think he's an A plus? You know, who would you put at A plus? Like Patrick Mahomes? You know, that's who I put. Yeah. To me, who, who that guy is. Right now, you you have to measure the quarterback by Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of where you're at right now. As far as the type of quarterback that you are, I think you have to measure your quarterback against. Um, Patrick Mahomes. I think longevity-wise, you have to measure him against Tom Brady. But, like, right now, as far as what you need to win, you need somebody like Patrick Mahomes. I think that's what you need to shoot for. So, Totally agree. Totally agree. Another crazy signing. Uh, Carlos Hyde signed with the Seahawks uh, for, I believe, a one-year deal as well. Or he's signing with the Seahawks. They haven't finalized it yet, but I know they're talking about it. Um does the Marshawn Lynch reunion? I know he came on Twitter the other day and was posting like, "Yeah, man, if the Seahawks will have me, I'll come back for another year. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens." Do you think that is is Dunzos? Do you think that 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 Marshawn coming back to the the Seahawks with them going after Carlos Hyde? Do you mean do you think uh, Marshawn they showed him the the writing on the wall as they say, and he's on his way? Yeah, he's Dunzos for reals this time. I don't know, man, be honest, because I don't see Marshawn being an everyday back anymore type of thing. I think he might be like a change of pace or a bruiser or, hey, we need two, three yards here kind of back, not a, hey, we, we're going to ride this dude type of back, you know? Yeah. And I think the NFL has gone more to the pass-catching running back and – Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hyde kind of fits that mold a little bit more, wouldn't you say? I think so. Absolutely, so, I, I really do. Oh, and and, uh, that, and they, the, it just that, came. It just came across. Hold on, it just came across right now. Carlos Hyde did sign. Um, had they recent agreement with the Seahawks? It just came across my my wire. Right, right, right my ticket, my ticket there. They did not give me any. Uh, oh, it's a one year deal worth up to four million dollars in incentives. So, um, we'll see what he does, and and there he is. Carlos Hyde is now a Seahawk live <laughs> for us right now. Yeah, I could, yeah, like I said, I could definitely see it. Definitely see that happening. Um, let's see here. We're, we're like, right. They have two running backs there, you know? Like they do. Ones. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I like, and, I'm, and one of those running backs I'm really sold on. I'm trying to blank on his name right now, but their main running back, he had a thousand yard rushing this year and like 15 TDs. Uh, who was that? What was the, I can't think of his name either. Uh, he's a big Carson. Name. Carson. Yeah, it's Carson. Carson. Chris Carson. Yeah, 
his little issue is, you know, he fumbled the ball here and there. <laughs> you got to hold on to ball security. You could, you can get all the touchdowns and all that stuff you want, but if you can't hold on to the ball, you ain't going anywhere. Yeah, that's, yeah, I totally agree. All right, winding out to uh, the NFL slash golf news. The match is happening Sunday the 24th, so two days from now. I believe 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe that's what it was. Woods and Brady versus Mickelson and Peyton Manning. What is going to happen? Who's going to win? Who cares? <laughs> fun, like to see. I'm not going to watch it live or anything, but you know, they're they're uh, all their pregame festivities and them talking smack and stuff like that has been pretty fun. Have you yeah. seen Have you seen the documentary series, The Peyton's Places? No, I haven't seen it. If you don't, if you, if you get a chance, and you guys at home as well, if you guys get a chance, watch the Peyton's Places where he's with uh, Tom Brady. And just the back and forth that they have together, uh, Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady, that is, the back and forth that they have just hanging out, shooting the shit, and they're actually hitting golf balls during that episode. Is, uh, it's, it's hilarious, and it, it's good. I think it's going to be, if they have them all mic'd up the entire time, I think it'd be, it, it's going to be good TV to watch because I think there's going to be a lot of smack talk. Um, and, and it'd be interesting to watch it. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm only going to be able to catch the, the back end of it or the, uh, the highlight, if you want to call it that after the fact, cause I got to work, but, uh, I think I'll be interested in, in, uh, in watching that and seeing how that goes. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Again, the smack talking, like I've seen some of the previews and stuff like that. And they were talking about how Phil Mickelson, like one of the little previews on there was, um, like little snippets, right? So Peyton, Tom Brady asked them all, like, are you happy that Tom Brady is, um, out of, that Peyton Manning is out of the NFL now, blah, blah. He's like, Peyton, he's like, I'm happy Eli's not playing no more. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> Eli took two titles from him, right? Uh, and then they went to another one where Phil Mickelson was talking smack to Tiger Woods about, like, winning the Masters title against him, blah, blah, blah and uh so, something like that and then tiger woods like calmly right super calm says hey guys hold on real quick i took a nice bath a few minutes ago and i'm like man i'm really cold let me just get a jacket real quick and then boom he gets like one of his green jackets <laughs> and he's like, oh there i'm nice and warm he's like what was that you saying <laughs> <laughs> i haven't like, seen that i gotta look it up after this yeah, so like those are like they're just like subtle funny smack talking right like they're awesome and that's what I would want to see the recap for. Like, what one-liners or what good little smack talks did they come up with while they were playing, you know? Yeah. Like, that, I wouldn't care so much about, like, them actually playing, but more of the conversation and the camaraderie that would come about it, as a, you know, as a result. Yeah, I know they're, they're, whoever wins gets so much money towards charity or whatever it might be. Um, I didn't get the details on that one just yet, uh, but... I think so. I think you're, I'm in the same boat as you. I can't wait for the the recap of the smack talk and, and the joking because I, I think Tom and, and Peyton are gonna are gonna joke around a little bit more. I think mm-hmm. Tiger and Phil are gonna be a little more serious at first, and then they're gonna kind of loosen up. Yeah, because uh, it's their actual game. Yeah, know? that's their that's their that's their jam. So yeah. it'll be interesting. But uh, hopefully, you guys get to watch it at home, and and, and I'm gonna catch the uh, the recap after the fact. But It'll be interesting. It's this Sunday, uh, the 24th, uh, I believe, at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you're looking at, what, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific. So if you guys aren't busy, check it out, guys, and let us know uh, what you guys thought about and, and liked it, liked about it. Um, actually, going back one real quick, I forgot to mention Russell 
Wilson has come out and said that he would love to have Antonio Brown on the Seahawks. I mean, I think any team would love to have the athletic abilities of Antonio Brown on their team. But do they want the headache that he all the circus that he brings with him? Do you think Antonio Brown is going to the Seahawks? I think I've told you before, I think Antonio Brown's blackballed from the NFL. You know, like I don't think he's going to play in there again. I, I think his best shot's the XFL, you know, if, if they ever come back. Well, I, I, the XFL is files for bankruptcy. They're not coming back. Oh, they dumped they dumped all their money into this season, and they were banking on just pulling it, uh, get, getting crazy money for it. And then uh, there went that. So they, they lost all their cash, and, and I'm sure they had insurance on that mug, and, and I, hopefully they did. And uh, hopefully they did what Wimbledon did and, and paid that um, <laughs> that insurance. It got paid. Yeah. But uh, but who knows? You know, we'll, we'll find out what we find out. Um, we're going into the NBA now. The uh, Knicks legend and uh, Georgetown Hoyas coach Patrick Ewing has tested positive for uh, COVID nineteen. Um, whew! I mean, hopefully he comes out the other side. Um, better and 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 hopefully he, he's asymptomatic at the moment from what I read what I've read, um, but they are monitoring him closely and he has been isolated and he is in the hospital at the moment. So there, you know, our our love and 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 best wishes go out to Mr. Patrick Ewing. Hopefully, uh, you come out the other side strong and and uh, ready to coach the uh, the Hoyas to another March Madness um, show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, what I worry is about, like, of the age range he's at. He's at that range where it's like, oh, it's close, you know, like, where it's, that's what the virus is designed to attack, you know, those older cats right around his age. Yeah. So that worries me the most for him. Um, and, you know, he's a dude that, you know, I, I guess kind of got put in the limelight again, you know, after these documentaries that just came out with Jordan, you know, in The Last Dance. Yeah. And he's in there, you know, and he was one of Jordan's rivals, you know. So it's like, ah, oh, and then all of a sudden you see, you find out that, you know, he he got diagnosed with the, the virus and, yeah, and hopefully everything works out. Of course, he's probably going to have the best treatment available to him. So chances are that they might work out. But well, I mean, I mean, look at look at Tom. Uh, what's his Tom Hanks, him and his wife both had it. And well, they're celebrities and they got plenty of money to throw around. So I'm sure that. I mean, they, they came out of it okay. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hopefully, Patrick Ewing. Gets- but you know what? That isn't always the case, though, because, like, Carl Anthony Towns, his mother passed away. You know? True. I'm sure that dude was, would be willing to trade every single penny he has for his mom, you know? Absolutely. And that's why I'm like, dude, like, yeah, while money helps, it's not like a guarantee, you know? Right. This increases your chances. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know? Like, but it, there's no guarantee, right? Right. There's no guarantees in this world, so we just hope uh Patrick, I hope you if you hear this somehow, some way, some shape or form, I mean we are growing every week, so uh, if you do hear this Patrick, we we hope that you uh get better soon and uh y- you get out of the wor- uh, the the hospital uh and you and you're doing fine and get ready for the next season. So Cheers to that. On one sad note to another sad note. <laughs> Jesus, how'd you do back to back sad notes, bro? Oh. I just want to get him out of the way. I know, right? Longtime jazz coach Jerry Sloan has died at the age of 78. 
from complications of Parkinson's. Um, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family. I know a lot of people make fun of the whole thoughts and prayers, but uh, we are we're always sad when when somebody who's in the limelight kind of goes. I know that maybe not everybody in the world gets uh they're they're due in the world like the in the media i guess but uh when you are somebody who is in the media and, and you do pass you know tragically as as he did from complications of parkinson's you, you get kind of thrust in the limelight so we hope we we send our, our love and prayers uh to his family and and i mean i don't know what you want to add to that no same thing i just want to ensure the memories i had of him you know which he's a, a utah jazz coach so obviously he was there with carl malone when the Lakers used to have to battle them because back then, you know, they, they were the team, you know, like they were the team representing the Western Conference. And I remember just seeing them and they were just tough nose, dude. And he was tough nose and the team represented him. And I remember I just used to hate him so much, but I also respect him so much because it's like, damn it. Why can't we have him on coaching our team? You know? <laughs> yeah. So those are just, you know, memories from when I was a kid. And again, he was in the limelight with the last dance, especially this, this very last two episodes, because he was the coach that lost to Michael Jordan and the yeah. Bulls for the last two titles, you know? So again, uh, just kind of hats off to him. He had a great career. I'm sure he impacted a lot of people in, in his life. And, uh, and we all remember him for his competitive fire that he had. Absolutely. Um, Moving on to the final uh, thoughts of the night. Uh, Magic has called LeBron the best all-around player to ever play the game of basketball. But he still believes that MJ is the GOAT. Um, but Justin, when you, th- when, you think about the all- all- when you think about an all-around basketball player, LeBron probably is the best of all time. But when you want to say who is the greatest ever, it's still Michael Jordan. Um, I take a little offense because I think Kobe Bryant also has had the ability as Michael Jordan did, as LeBron does to elevate his team to a different level and to not have him in the conversation, I think is a little slap in the face to the, uh, Lakers faithful. What do you think, Artie? I agree. I think he, um, I think, I mean, they're always going to be compared in the top five because they're, they look at, you know, I saw someone say that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the GOAT, you know, because of what he did. And then I hear Wilt Chamberlain as well, too. But they kind of pigeonhole them because they're centers. So they're like, well, you know, he's a center. He's big. Of course, he's going to dominate everybody and stuff like that. Um, but they're talking about just all around. Like, did were those dudes able to pass the ball and dribble the ball up the court and stuff like that? So, and I think that's where it becomes a separation. And if I had to pick one... I mean, LeBron, I, it's, it is those top three, and they could be interchangeable. Um, Jordan probably gets the edge because think about this, right? And everybody forgets about it. Dude, you know the, Michael Jordan won two Defensive Player of the Year awards, right? Yeah. Kobe never won a Defensive Player of the Year award. LeBron never won a Defensive Player of the Year award. Granted, yes, they were first-team All-NBA Defensive Players of the Years a few times. But they weren't the tops of the game. And they, the, weren't, yeah, yeah. they weren't the dude, you know? So, like, to me, another dude that needs to be included in maybe the top five all around is, like, a Kawhi Leonard. He has two Defensive Player of the Year awards under his belt. He has two titles or three titles under his belt. You know, like, he's he could do it all. He could dribble. He could shoot. He could pass. You know, like... 
that's a dude that needs to be recognized as well too of being in there like you know russell westbrook you know just went on that run of you know averaging a triple double for what two three years in a row mm-hmm. that's i think but does anybody really know him as a lockdown defender eh no right yeah so i don't know he's definitely the best all-around player in the nba right now for sure right i think right now yeah i think all-around player yeah yeah but but johnson said he's the best all-around player period yeah of all time um I mean, I don't know how you can say that without. I mean, like I, like you said, Jordan had those defensive uh, 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 accolades. You know what I mean? Granted, he he uh, Jordan uh, he he was still you know all team defense or whatever and and whatnot. But Jordan actually um, he won Defensive Player of the Year twice. Right. So I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I don't think that you can compare the two. Without dropping Kobe in there, if you want, if you're going to talk about that, but just off, only offensive accolades, and okay, but you have to bring Kobe into the mix because Kobe did dribble the ball. Uh, Kobe didn't. Uh, Kobe also passed the ball. Kobe, I mean, not historically, he wasn't the greatest passer, but he had mm-hmm. he did it when he absolutely had to. Right. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I just think athleticism wise is kind of what they're misconstruing with. Yeah, I think LeBron is a specimen, and I think he's a once in a lifetime kind of player, I would say he might be the best all-around athlete to play the game. Right. I would say that probably be the best argument, yeah, for sure, that I think he's the, yes, even over Jordan, I believe he's the best all-around athlete to ever play the game. Yes, even Kobe, the best all-around athlete to ever play the game. Um, but the best all-around player? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's debatable, right? It debatable. is. I mean, I mean, and that's going to be the debate for the rest of the ages, right? You know, yeah. 10, 15 years from now, kids are going to be growing up going, oh, LeBron's the greatest. LeBron's the GOAT. LeBron's the GOAT. They're going to be like, Jordan, who? Eh, he played fucking 40 years ago. You guys don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's the same thing that we do right now with Jordan and stuff like that because people are like, hey, man, like, you don't even know about Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Put up 100 points in one game. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, but you were playing the fucking farm boy you know knickers and, right. and and they kept giving him the ball just because to see him score on these motherfuckers so yeah. it, it's one of those things where it, it's going to be subjective um even though like right now like they had the the um the last the the last dance or whatever um and uh i do believe that i mean he's going to turn some heads being a, people saying that jordan is the greatest but I don't think you're gonna you're gonna you know take these kids away from saying that um, LeBron is the greatest right now. Right. All right, man. I mean that that brings us to another conclusion of the Blown Save Podcast, episode thirteen. Thirteen episodes, man, plus uh, an extra ending and a special uh, a special podcast for for Jackie Robinson Day, man. Man, we're rocking and rolling. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited, man. I, I love where we're going. I love what we're doing, man. I, I hope we never have to, to stop. I know eventually you have to go back to school and teach and stuff like that, but I know we're going to, we're going to figure it out from there, uh, what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. But I mean, yeah. man, and I hope baseball is, and basketball is here rather sooner rather than later. Right. Yeah. That way we don't have to keep talking about the rumors and what could or couldn't yeah. happen or stuff like that. We, we can yeah. talk about shit that actually goes down. 
And I'm getting nervous because June's approaching, man. It's right around the corner. It's getting here fast. we don't have anything going. You know, all we have is rumors and speculation. So hopefully you know? hopefully this week is the week where everything freaking drops and we have we have better information as to what's going to happen and what's going on and and uh, what's going to happen throughout June. So hopefully this is the week where it all happens and, and we get all excited and, and everything's going on. I mean, NASCAR went off without a hitch. Uh, MMA, they had the one guy get sick, but other than that, the other two events that they've had has gone off without a hitch. I know in Bundesliga, they did have an issue with one of the players on the team, and, and they isolated the team and stuff like that. So they're going to tighten up the uh, the uh, their protocol and stuff like that. But <clears throat> overall, I think we're moving in the right direction. So mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. It'll All be right. good by hopefully June. All, All right, man. Let, 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 let's get your, your PSA, bro, where we tell everybody to stay safe. Come on, let's hear it, Artie. I got to hear it every time. Yep, just be safe out there, my peeps. Just because uh, things are loosening up doesn't mean you should. Uh, wash your hands. Uh, take care of yourself and you and your family. And uh, don't forget to put your mask on. Always wear your masks, guys. And I uh, want to big, say a big thank you <clears throat> to all our listeners in Moreno Valley, Frisco, Texas, Los Angeles, California, La Puente, California, Bridgetown, El Segundo, California, Irving, Texas, Dallas, Texas, the Bronx, New York. Hey, what's up, Bronx Bombers over there listening to us over there? Carson, California, Bell Gardens, and anywhere else you guys are listening to us. By the way, <clears throat> we also want to give a shout-out to Portugal. Portugal has been listening to us as well. Hola, como están todos allá? Um, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, following, sharing, tweeting, retweeting, and all the other fun stuff about the Blown Save Podcast. As always, guys, if you guys want to add to any of the conversation, please email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter and Instagram and all the other stuff maybe to come soon. But for right now, we're just going to rock and roll with what we got. We love you guys. Stay safe, everybody. Guys, it is Memorial Weekend, and make sure you take the time to remember why we have this weekend and remember those who came before us and have fallen uh, for our freedoms and our liberties and everything that we do have. Stay safe, as Artie always says. Wash your hands. Take care of yourselves. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good night. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.